Good morning. Let's go to the Lord in word of prayer again. Johnny, you want to lose? Amen. All right. Turn to, I think, Joshua chapter 1. I should have asked Warren to pray for us. I'm sure you're in a good mood today. It had been a good prayer after the ball game last night. <laughs> Oh, we were talking about that most of the night. Oh, man, Warren's going to be in a bad mood tomorrow. <laughs> Lord willing, we'll get back to our end time study next week and finish it up before long. I know I keep saying that. Um, but I want to talk about something I, I think I talked about for the first time last year. That's... Uh, also something Hunter touched on. Of course, New Year's resolutions. <laughs> um, I enjoyed talking about this last year, and I learned some things studying it, and I think it helped me. Um, so I want to talk about that. Pardon me, I turn to Job chapter 1. Um, New Year's resolutions. Does anyone plan to make a New Year's resolution? You want know, to tell us what it is? Anybody plan to make one? Hold your hand up. Are y'all just doing this because we're in church, or are y'all really not going to make a <laughs> resolution? Nobody has thought about. I know Hunter hadn't. He didn't even know what day it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That kind of goes to the root of the problem, don't it? We can't do anything about that. Uh, that's something the Lord's got to do in us, which is, I want to talk about. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, that's what it is. So nobody's going to make it. Nobody's making a New Year's resolution. Hadn't yet. Okay. Good. I went five minutes in my class. Thank y'all. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um. Everybody kind of laughed when I talked about it. So what comes to mind when you think about New Year's resolution? Change? <laughs> Making a promise you can't keep? What's that? Failure. I think you said that last year because you're such a positive person. Um, goals? Goals that are unattainable. There you go. It may be different things. Anything else? Nothing. I think pretty much failure is is uh, even though I picked it, Hunter. I mean, we joke about New Year's resolutions because most people don't keep them. That that do make them. Now y'all don't make none, so y'all ain't got to worry about. Failing in anything. So, yeah, well, you know, and that's kind of the, the discussion. You got people that say, oh, you ought not make New Year's resolutions. Some people say there ain't nothing wrong with it. Well, you do what you want to. Um, in the right way, I think it's fine. Um, should you want to be better? 
Well, sure. Sure. So, but the thing about, I think the thing about New Year's resolutions kind of goes to what Warren said is it's, it's, it's so based in the physical. It's, it seems to always be something physical. And we'll talk about that in a minute, which is the number one resolution people make is to lose weight. And being healthy, there's nothing wrong with that. But vanity, what's the reason behind your, your, your resolution? If you don't like resolution, that's fine. Use goal. You ought to have goals for your life. But there's nothing magical between 11.59.59 on December the 31st and 12.00 on January 1st. And the other good thing about it is, is that, you know, God gave us free will and we can set goals whenever we want to. And if you want to do things, guess what? You can. It's up to you. Um, but yeah, I think people do make some unattainable, unattainable goals, and they set themselves set themselves up for failure. Ma'am. Now I'm going to do. <laughs> starting now, and then two weeks later, yeah, starting now, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it kind of goes back, and I've, I've heard people say this, and I like it. Um, I think when I heard a preacher say it, he was talking about salvation, but he's talking about people wanting to turn over a new leaf, and I've said this before. You turn over that new leaf, it's just as dirty or dirtier on the other side. It's got to be something that God helps us with, um, and it needs to be according to his will. So that's that's some thoughts, but... Ma'am. I agree. Yeah. That's true. That's good. And at the end of this, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about, if you're going to do some things, what are some things that we ought to do? Because the Bible tells us to do some things. Um, why do you think that people fail? Why can't people keep New Year's resolutions? Yeah, and I mean ones that aren't unattainable, which is what you're talking You're, you're right. If, if they make one that they can do, why don't they do it? They don't stay focused. What else? Willpower, okay. It's getting closer to the word I'm looking for. Our, mo- our motivation. You're not, you're not motivated. Not motivated enough. If you're motivated enough, you'll do that thing. Whether it's good or bad. If you're motivated enough, you'll do it. Why don't we do these things? You know, and I guess we might as well get ahead of ourselves, but we want to. Maybe, we'll, maybe we, we say we would like to read our Bible more in the new year. Why don't we do that? Because we're not really motivated. Why don't we witness to people? Because we're not motivated. If we were motivated, we would do it. <laughs> So I think people fail for a lack of a lot of things. Um, 
willpower, determination, motivation, those things. And a lot of times it's because I think most of the time, and I say we, I mean mankind, we make these promises or resolutions that are just kind of flippant. They're just off the cuff. We don't look to the Bible. We don't look to the Lord about what he would have us do. What are some things, Lord, what are some things you would have me change about my life? That's probably where we ought to start. (laughs) But a lot of times with New Year's resolutions and things like that, we don't. Um, So what is... What does it mean? What, well, let me say this. What is a resolution? It's, it has several meanings. The act of resolving or determining upon an action or a course of action. The mental state or quality of being resolved or resolute. So what does it mean to be resolute? determined so if we're going to do anything we've got to be resolute about it and (laughs) um it it might come up later but but one thing that always i say it it tickles me i'm sure they they want to do it but i don't know how many times y'all have seen maybe on facebook or something somebody says I'm stepping away from Facebook <laughs> for three months. I'm going to do without social media. I'm going to spend time with my family. And they make it about two weeks. <laughs> They're not resolute. But why? I mean, you know, why is the real reason? Why aren't we? Why, why are we not? You know, when you think about, uh, I kind of went over this last year. But does anybody know where New Year's resolutions came from? Somebody asked, asked me that the other day. Where did New Year's resolutions come from? Well, as a matter of fact, I <laughs> just studied this. Does anybody know? I think somebody knew last year. Maybe been Mr. David or Miss Peggy. Anybody know where New Year's resolutions come from? Nobody? Well, they, they, they say they trace it back to the Babylonians. And a lot of times what they would do, not, in Jan- not January 1st, but in March when the crops were coming in, they would, well, they'd do several things. They'd, they'd crown a king or, or, or reemphasize their commitment to their current king. And then they'd make promises to the gods. And they would be sorry for their misdeeds of the past and make promises to do and be better in the new year because they wanted their crops they felt like that they believed that if they would do those things that the gods would bless their crops and they'd have a high crop yield for the year which i mean it means a lot to us now but it meant a lot to you know people back then um and then what i thought was interesting um if you go back to rome Julius Caesar started tinkering with the calendar and made January 1st the new year. Who knows what the month January is named after? Nobody? 
<laughs> I like to give it just a minute in case somebody's just a little timid. But it's named after a god named Janus. Everybody, anybody ever heard of Janus? Ever heard that before? It, does, do you know what what anything about Janus? It was it was a two faced god. You ever know anybody's two faced? No, not, not that kind of two faced. <laughs> um, it, and it, 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 to me, it's ridiculous. I mean, you look at some of these. I don't, I don't want to get off on that, but man, have you ever seen some of these gods that they say they worshipped? Especially the Indian people, not Native Americans like India. They look ridiculous. I mean, how could you believe this? But this is kind of the same way. It, the pictures I've seen, it's a god with two faces, one point in this way and one point in this way. That's Janus. And they believe that the spirit of that God dwelt in doorways and arches. And it looked backward and forward. And so when he made January 1st a new year and named that month January, it was a symbol, symbolization of that God looking back into the past year, knowing what you had done and looking forward, knowing what's coming in the new year. Now we know that's pagan. I'm just telling you what they believed. I don't believe this, okay? <laughs> but it looked back and saw your past deeds. And your blessings were based off of your past deeds. It's quite contrary to the Christian faith. We don't believe in that mess. But they did. And so they believed, of course, they would do better. They would be... They would, they would be blessed. And then you get around into the 1700s and early Christians started taking these things. And, of course, you could, you could have all the discussions you want about whether you ought to celebrate Christmas or not and where it come from and whether you ought to celebrate all this and that. That's, your, that's up to you. But this, these same things I'm about to talk about came from this. The... The early Christians, John Wesley founded these things he called, oh, let me find, I, I, I didn't, Covenant Renewal Service. You know who John Wesley was, the founder of Methodism. He started these Covenant Renewal Services that they would have either on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Do you know what we call those now? Watch night services. And so the early Christians took that and said, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to meet as a body on December 31st or January 1st. I think most of them now are probably December 31st. And we're going to, they would pray and they would sing hymns and they'd pray to God. Nothing wrong with that. But that's kind of the history. started with the Babylonians and it got into Rome. And most everything that we do nowadays, you can trace back to Rome. Most all of our stuff goes right back to Rome. But out of that came something that most of us look with favor on today, watch night services, where you pray and you sing hymns and you ask God, what, Lord, what, what do I need to do better? Totally different than relying on a two-faced God to bless you in the new year. 
So all their stuff was, was physical. But, um, and we were talking about failure. I meant to mention this, but um, it is said that as many as 45% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. I figured it would be higher than that. Um, out of that, how many do you think keep them? Less than two, ten, eight percent, according to research. Eight percent actually keep their New Year's resolutions. I don't know what those are. Um, but so that's kind of the history of, of New Year's resolution. That's where it comes from. Um, and now, well, just one second, we'll get down to it. But what are some of the common New Year's resolutions people have? We talked about this. Most of them are physical. But what are they? Eat, yeah, lose weight, exercise. You can clump that in one. What might be another one? Make more money. Spend more time with family, yes. What else? <laughs> she said get more sleep. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. You got little kids that probably ain't gonna happen. That right, brother Dustin. <laughs> Anybody else? What what's some other common ones? I don't know why anybody would do this unless it's the Bible. But Read more. <laughs> I'm not a reader. My wife is. Or a listener. She can put them thing on five times. Boy, she can go. She can have a book read about a day and a half. Or listen to. But read more. Learn a new skill. Now, you think about these. So, lose weight and exercise. Make more money. Um, I'm going to hold yours off a second. <laughs> no, you said sleep more, didn't you? Okay, yeah, yeah. Sleep, get more sleep. That might be okay. Read more. Let's assume they're not talking about the Bible. Because <laughs> they're probably not. Learn a new skill. Get a new job. Take up a new hobby. That's six or seven. What, what spiritual value comes out of any of that? It's all physical. That's where people's minds are. And hey, I can't blame them. Most of the time, if I'm being honest, that's where my mind is. It's on the physical. That's not right. It shouldn't be that way. But I'm not going to stand up here and tell you that it's not because it is. Because I can see that. Um, but the Bible says if you're going to live this life, you'll live it by faith. And faith, by definition is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's the hard part for, for, for Jay. I won't speak for you. That's the hard part. So when you think about these, these things, these, and like I say, goals, 
resolutions, um, whatever else you'd like to call it. Should Christians do that? And if so, what should we be doing? Um, now, you can have your own opinion about whether Christians should do it or not, but I mean, a person ought to have goals, and there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to. I'm going to say, you understand what I mean, but I'm going to say wanting to do better. That's just the best way I can put it out there for you to understand it. Um, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be better for the Lord. But what are the things, when you think about those things that are so physical, losing weight and getting a new hobby and making money and, and all this, and, and Hunter talked about the money. I mean, if money made you happy, Hollywood would be the happiest people on earth, and they are some of the most miserable. Money won't make you happy. Um, so when you think about those, those physical things, what are some things that Christians should be focused on? And you can forget New Year's resolutions if you don't like that. But what should we be focused on? What are some of these things? Miss Peggy mentioned one for herself. Lord, increase my faith. What's something you would like to be, to do different? More prayer time. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. Now, how do you do that? Can you sit around all day long with your eyes closed and your head bowed, praying? That's not what that means. But we ought to have a spirit of prayer about us all the time. And an attitude. You know, driving down the road. <laughs> you know, something happens, you almost go off the road. Thank you, Lord. Hey, that's... <laughs> have that attitude. Thank you, Lord. Lord, help that person. You hear something, hey, pray for so-and-so, Lord. Stop right there, Lord. Lord, you ain't got to close You don't have to close your eyes. But the Bible says pray without ceasing. What else? All right, that's the last one I'm going to let you say. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make somebody else talk. Witness. Available. Yeah, uh, okay, expound on that a little bit. Yeah. How do you make yourself more available, though? Yeah. Yeah. Fall right back in. Yeah. Be available. That's good. Kind of what I was looking there, and you said it, was a lot of times if we're going to be more available, we're going to have to get rid of some other things. Now, yeah, 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 and we are too busy. Um, right, right. 
Renew your mind. Can you do that without reading the Bible? Being in the Bible? Praying? Can you really renew your mind without studying this word and being in it and knowing what it says? Oh, you're right. That's right. But what I, yeah, you're right. But what I meant was, if you don't spend any time reading the Bible, you don't spend any time praying, you are not going to renew your mind. That I might not sin against thee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's good that's good and um you know thinking about these things it's not to to make people feel bad i do the same thing i i, I use warren because i know he don't care um and if you do we'll settle it out there in a little while <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> um but, you know, you think about being available. That's, that's a really good one. That's a good way to, that sums up a lot, a lot of it. Um, but, you know, I, I'm using Warren because he's a Georgia Bulldogs fan. And uh, I know what he was doing for three hours last night. <laughs> or four. I know what I was doing too, but I'm not using myself. I'm using Warren. <laughs> But when we think about it, Warren, me and you, that right there, how much time last week did we spend praying? How much time did we spend in the Bible? And maybe it's more than that. How much time did we spend witnessing the other people? How much time did we spend trying to renew our minds? And how much time did we spend watching a college football game? I'm not trying to make him feel bad. I'm using myself too. But that's just the truth of it. That's just the truth. And if it makes it, and if it, and if it, if it convicts it, yeah, it's for all of us. And if, and if it convicts us, maybe it should. But that's the truth. We don't make time for these things. We're too busy being available. I love that. You didn't say that last year. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. Can't wait to hear what you say next year. <laughs> what else? There's plenty of things found in Scripture, plenty. You can go right to the Bible. Anybody? Yeah. 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 Hers is gonna sum up all of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's one right out of Scripture. Psalm 102, I had that down. Serve the Lord with gladness. Boom, there's one. Yep. I thought about that. Uh, almost said something about it a while ago, Hunter. You know, we, we went down to uh, New Orleans. And we're part of that unsheltered thing. And boy, when we come back, we was on fire. We were going every year. Going every year. Man, what a ministry that is. And witnessing the people and all this kind of stuff. And we ain't been back. <laughs> That's how it is. What else? Serve. Pray. Pray without ceasing. We talked about that. What else? Hunter mentioned one this, this morning. In Hebrews 3.11, I think we, we can miss if we don't watch it. Be content. Be content. You talk about make more money. Now, I know that wasn't one of yours. It may be, I don't know. But that's not what you meant when you said it. Why can't we just be content? <laughs> we know that money is a trap. Yet we all want more of it. We think it'll solve all our problems. Be content. What else? Second Timothy two fifteen. Anybody know what that says? Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. <laughs> so we can't just pluck this one out and this one out and this one out. It all goes together. But studying, reading the Bible. But I think I think not just reading, studying, studying what it says. Meditate on it. The Psalms is full of meditating on thy word and thy precepts, and it calls a bunch of other things. Right. That's right. <laughs> Philippians 4.4, 4. anybody know what that says? Rejoice in the Lord. Always. And again I say, rejoice. We could rejoice more. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's hard to do, Miss Peggy. Hard to do. One more. I'm going to read this one because I can't. I don't remember exactly what the beginning of the verse says. I just wanted to focus on the end. But Colossians 3.15. Come on now. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. How are you going to do that without 
transforming your mind, renewing your mind. To the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. I guess that kind of goes with being content, but we ought to be thankful. We were talking about that a little bit in the prayer room this morning, um, being thankful. We always go around and say something that we're thankful for. Of course, I said, you know, I thank God for saving Ava Grace this year. And what more can you ask for? But you see people all the time. It's been a terrible year. I'm ready for 2023. Oh, 2022. Go to 2023. Or 2023. And, you know, I was telling them, you know, my mom, dad, and I know everybody's heard this. said, we just wish our life away. We just want the next day to come. We just want the next year to come. And before long, I'm 40 years old. And (laughs) (laughs) oh, yeah. So what I was going to read was some of it. Of course, you know Joshua twenty four fifteen, where Joshua said, you know, basically choose, choose you this day who you're going to serve, whether all those. He said, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And that's resolute. And to do that, you have to be resolute. But what I, what I wanted to read was... Um, in these verses, Joshua's talking to the people, and they're going into a land that they'd never been in, been in before. They really didn't know what was coming. And Brother Kevin posted something like that this morning that I shared on the church page. You know, um, we haven't been this way heretofore. And I, uh, we've never lived 2023. But we're about to. And we don't know what's coming. But these people, as Joshua was about to pass off the scene and all this and uh, I'm sorry, Moses had passed off the scene and Joshua was leading these people. He was saying, serve the Lord and do these things and keep his law and keep his commandments. You know what the people said? We will do them. Now, most of the time, if you look at ancient Israel, they're just like us. I've said it before, they're this and that. Uh, way up here, this kind of goes to what you said, Miss Betsy. Way up here and for before long, you're way down here. But if you go to when Joshua is passing off the scene, the Bible says these people follow the Lord all the days of Joshua. Now that took them being resolute. For what they went through, to follow the Lord, stay with the Lord all the days of Joshua. And that's, that's what I wanted to read. So thank you for reminding me of that. We better go. All right. Brother Dustin, do you want to dismiss us?